welcome. What's your favorite song? Conversation podcast where we ask each of our guests that all important but impossible to answer question. What's your favorite song? I am your host, David Ashley. And what I need you to do for me is hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button, and hit that notifications button. Then I want you to share this podcast with two or three people uh, who really just one. I appreciate your help. <laughs> with somebody you think uh, would enjoy the podcast, okay? So another good show for you this week. Uh, you know, I know I've been, uh, you know, it's been in and out. And again, must say, appreciate the support. Um, this week, we are back to interviews, as you see. I have my dear friend, Kay Singleton, um, writer, producer, uh, hell, director now, um, actor. I met her on some acting stuff. We got a, we got a pretty great uh, origin story. <laughs> And um, yeah, man, just a just a solid person, and uh, I've known her for for some time now. You can catch Kay on um, currently on Tyler Perry's The Oval. Uh, she also had her on, and we'll talk about this stuff later. Um, you know, she also had um, has a television show called The Covenant, which is uh, you know some biblical stories. It's an anthology series. Anthology just means each of it's not like a um, like your regular. Uh, each episode is a different actors, different story, different thing. Almost like a a Black Mirror or Twilight Zone. Um, but you know, hers are biblical stories just put in uh, modern day times and different stories. So it's pretty interesting. Check that out on All Black, and uh, you catch that on Amazon as well, and uh, I think one more place. But we'll talk about all of that later. Um, how have you been though? You know, but I ain't man. I mean, I, you know, you look up and half the month's gone and it's like, man, you know, you take inventory. What, what have I been doing? You know, have I really been attempting to put numbers up on the board, you know, and, um, stuff like that. Happy mother's day to all the mothers out there. Um, you know, there's no way I can pay you back, but the plan is to show you that I understand. You are appreciated. I spent about a half hour, I sent my mom some money this year, and um, I spent, you know, I'm, I'm ready for this big reveal. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm on the phone with her, and it was like the money didn't go through. But you know how it is with parents and technology. Oh man, you need to, you need to do woosahs before, during, and after. My goodness gracious. But eventually got it to her, and um, she was happy, and uh, that's all I care about, man. So shout out to all the mothers out there. Um, yeah, our story this week is about the song My Boo, Ghost Town DJs. Interesting how that came to be and uh, the, how the person who was involved in it um, you know how his story wrapped up. So, uh, yeah, we uh, let's go. The, the next voices that you will hear will be that of myself and Kay Singleton. Let's go. All right, we are now recording. 
Good people. Um, you know, it's one of those special episodes for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, don't like the, I already don't like the rain. No, um, Come on, friend. On. Listen, I'm, I'm trying to intro you. <laughs> All right. Um, I have a dear friend of mine here. Um, first words to me. <laughs> <laughs> let me <laughs> let me set the scene. Somebody Hello. introduced, uh, you know, friend Brandy introduced. She was like, "Yo, look out for my girl. She's in L.A." And mm-hmm. listen, sometimes we judge books by their covers. Sometimes, and I accidentally done so. And I looked at the her profile. And I was like, "Okay, I'll get up." And I never did. And uh, never so we called, had another never reached never, out. Not, I'm new to LA. I don't know anybody. Had yet to reach out. I like to say it like that. Had yet okay. to reach out. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> that's how I fix it. And at, a, at at Cherie's party, you know, she got all the people there. Rest her soul. I, and, and I see Kay standing there and I turn around. No, Cherie was like, hey, this is the girl uh, Brandy was trying. I was like, oh, Mm-hmm. Verbatim, verbatim. You can't see my face. She said, "This nigga." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Once you like, okay. confirmed who he was, yeah, it was, it was definitely <laughs> so, that energy. <laughs> so since then, I've seen her, you know, transition. Say that she wanted to transition out of, you know, out of corporate and into acting. I saw her dedication. Uh, I saw her then get a spark for telling stories. Um, and I remember seeing the the uh, the cue cards, the index cards on the wall. Index. And I've seen her um, ascend to, you know, Netflix movies with Jennifer Aniston. Her own television Ooh. show called The Covenant. Called The Covenant. Do you I, hear me? Listen, I had to take a deep breath. Come listen. On. I've I've seen her, you know, and I'm sorry. This is you could see her every week as as the as the second lady of the these United States <laughs> on BET's The Oval on Tyler Perry BET's The Oval. Um, Mr. Perry to you, Mr. Perry to me. Um, <laughs> it is it is it is writer, director, actor, hustler, um, whatever you want. If you don't, if you if you want it, I got it. If you ain't got it, I'm gonna get it. Um, my friend Kay Singleton, how you Yo, doing? Yo, that was the most amazing <laughs> intro I've ever heard. Look, I love it. Come on, you made me feel like I'm somebody. Hey, like, listen, like they know me out there. They know me out. They know me like, out there. <laughs> hey, ladies. So, fellow fellow Martinier, I like to say, fellow mm-hmm. Martian, you know. Yeah. I, you know, Kay thought that I was trying to play her on on being on the show. And the truth is, so many podcasts going around today. Look, look, look at her face. She's like, yeah, right. So many podcasts, so many people. Sometimes I look at my friends, especially my more successful ones. I'd be like, I don't want to bother them right now with this. So that was it. So when you said it, you I mean, because how am I the last person to get an invite? Uh, Ah, first Ain't of all, even thought about it. Ain't even we, thought about me. Here we go, man. Here we go. I just did, you know, wanted to know you was down. 
knew you was down and here you are. Tim less Hawkins. than four days, less, less than four days after you told me, by the way. You see how it, quick this was. You see, 10 toes, been that way. Been go. a real one. Been a real one. Uh Kay Singleton. <laughs> I'm not gonna play with you. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get it right off the top. Don't play with me, what's play your, with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite song? Uh can you guess what? Well, you probably know my favorite favorite Mm-mm. artist in the entire world. Hello. Lord, I mean, he's no longer with us. Yeah. But yeah. when he passed, I could not listen to his music for a year. Because wow. I was just too upset. Yeah. <clears throat> so my my favorite, and it, it has changed. It's always been from Prince, if y'all don't know who I'm talking about. It's always been from something from his catalog. Yeah. But for the last maybe five or six years, it's been "I Hate You." Ooh, like a day and it just and I could, I have I will perform to this song. <laughs> okay, I will stop what I'm doing and put on wow. a whole performance. I will like my editor. I drove up when we were editing Covenant. I will let this song play out. Wow. Wherever I, I got someone, let it finish. <laughs> I got, I feel it in my spirit every time. Whew, like a day without sunshine, honey. I hate you because you're all that's ever on my mind, honey. I'm about I to get on the floor. I'm about to get on because, the floor, David. Because I love you. Listen, <sighs> we and we shared a uh, concert, the all first right. of my five concerts. We yes, to, oh on, no, I think we went form. to. <laughs> I think we went to two, yeah. and one of them. Um, first time we sat way up there by the pipes, by and the back <laughs> back hit the wall. My back hit back hit the wall. Hit yeah, the wall. and I tried to tell her to hey before we got inside. I said, "Bring you some alcohol in here because oh, when okay. I get inside, don't ask me for mine." Or at <laughs> least that's the way I remember. It. Listen, listen. I used to used to work for some luxury liquor brands, you know. As a marketing manager, production manager, all those good things. And so I always had a plethora of miniatures <laughs> in my trunk. God, okay? I always had something. Some paraphernalia. Everything. Now, I don't know why he's telling this story, because it was probably illegal for us to even do this. Hey, well, but, I, re- I may have misremembered it. Go ahead. But, you know, I've been, I've always been a part of street adjacent. Street adjacent. <laughs> so I told I was I was gonna put a miniature in my pocket. I, I thought we was gonna get caught. I think and that's you why get I was just one like, of your own. <laughs> so then when she snuck it in, <laughs> right? I was like, "Well, you think I'm about to go to the concession stand with my friend? You should have snuck two in if that's how you really felt." Man, please. Hello. So now I gotta you know, share this little dropper anyway. <laughs> Well, hot, 38 hot. 38 hot. Listen, I'm going to apologize for that forever. I I apologize. Um, Prince, I hate you. Okay. What was the first um, album that you owned or purchased? The first one I can remember is actually, I'm going to say two. Mm -hmm. Control by Janet Jackson. Control. Let's go. 
Um, and my sister and I, I remember being so young and we used to do the play out the what's up girl he stood me up again again mm-hmm. so what's up with that guy he really like you that much <laughs> yes honey i love that he what is fine he does me. a lot of nice things for me i know he used to do nice stuff for you wow. but what has he done for you wow. <laughs> We use the alternate the little Oh, that is great. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That is mm. a song that Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis made for themselves that they really? ended up giving to Janet. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's amazing. Okay, it's control and what's the other one? Um, in I you said the poster on my door, Ooh. born to sing. Let's get with it. them in all white and wind blowing in their hair. <sighs> Nah, that was see. I was I was always an old soul. That was dangerous. Yeah. In vogue, elementary okay. school. I had that on my door. That's great. That's that's great. Um, what's your favorite album? <sighs> I know, I know, I know. <sighs> my bad. It's tough. Well, one. you know, you know, I gotta I gotta say my uh, my boo. Rest in peace. First, if I had to think about an album that had, and honestly, you know, I love this catalog, probably Purple Rain. Okay. okay. Because it, it had so many hits and it was such a life-changing kind of moment for me. Like yeah. who can't remember where they were when Purple Rain was hot, yeah. you know? And and if I had to have a second. Come on. I'm <laughs> gonna gonna have, listen, I'm gonna have to talk about Miss Mary J. Blige. Ooh, let's go. Let's go. My life, my life, my life. Oh, let's get it. Or share my world is a, is a close third. Listen, share, share my world is my favorite Mary album. Everybody Listen. else picks my life. I slept on it. Share my, my world is amazing. Man. Oh, that's good stuff. Um, That's good stuff. Um, Let's see. Purple Rain. I I love the song Baby I'm a Star because of you. It wasn't like on my it wasn't on my top Prince joints until I heard you sing. You was like, you don't know, baby. I was like, uh, yeah, I know. Because it. It, it's, it's a B track, right? No yeah. people went into it. It wasn't the, the titular song at the time, but that whole, I'm telling you, Baby I'm a Star. Man. What was your first concert? So when I graduated Uh-oh. from college, let's go. My sister, I'm the baby. Okay. My sister, as my graduation gift, took me to my first Prince concert. Shut and what up. then was Phillips Arena. And I danced and was on my feet the oh, entire man. night. Oh, uh, let's go. Like, cause we ain't gonna count the uh the the little Luke, you know, get uh. <laughs> concerts. <laughs> and it's hey, don't do Luke. The little BCR joints. Don't do Luke. Black College Reunion. Like <laughs> before, like Prince was my first real concert. Wow. Okay. Okay. And what was your favorite concert? <clears throat> okay. Because now, <laughs> and. <laughs> I'm gonna tell I you. I love this. how these questions jam everybody up. It's it's because it's, it's like you don't want to disrespect the legends, but right, I'm gonna tell right. you this. I'm gonna tell you this. Luke? I've been to some great concerts. No, 
<laughs> oh, my, my bad. There you go. I, this something about Beyonce puts on, she puts Ooh. on the MFN show. Ooh, that's what I heard. And oh. when I tell you, I've been to, to three so far. Wow. Okay. And and I got tickets to Renaissance because I just got to be there. <sighs> but <laughs> but between that and um, Beyonce, because she's just an amazing performer. Now, yeah. lyrically, music, musically, I just love everything about Prince. So probably the forum that summer. Was it the summer? When we uh, kept going so. back to back? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. And I'm going to tell you this. One thing about the forum, me and Cherie went one time without mm. you. Yeah. And we had, we were Maybe. like in the hundred section. We were Ooh. like three, four rows up from the floor. <laughs> and that's when the security, they were letting people come on stage and dance with Prince. Okay. Oh. Dave, when I tell you, when I oh. tell you, oh no, we almost made it. Oh, he shut, he closed the rope. Right in, oh. it hit my stomach. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost made it to the stage. Oh, that's painful. To dance with Prince. That's painful. But yeah, so that was. I'm, I'm sorry. That's painful. Yeah, it hurts to this to this day. To this day. Oh, that's great. That's great. That's great. Great, great segment. Great segment. <laughs> So what, um, where are you from, Kay? I'm from Florida. Look, where they, fight Florida. At, where they don't play? Hilarious. They fight at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> no, Just kidding. Florida? Just Florida? I mean, it's, 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 it gets uh, something in the water down there. But no, I'm Hell from Mead, uh, oh, from who? Daytona Beach, Florida. Daytona Beach, okay. Home of, of Spring Break and, and BCR. Okay. And the NASCAR uh, 500. Daytona. All right. So uh, you mentioned after you graduated uh, that you mm -hmm. went to your Prince concert. Where where was that from? Georgia State University. So State. what happened was I got a scholarship to FAMU. Right. Okay. And I had everything going for me. And then, you know, I realized, A, that I needed to get away from my boyfriend at the time and oh. be uh -oh. no that means I have lived okay and and I be um I just had to be in Atlanta mm. so yeah. I transferred leaving you know security and a scholarship in Florida at FAMU and I transferred to uh Georgia State University. Okay. So you traded uh, the black college experience for the black city experience. I, I did. And I regret yeah. it sometimes. Sometimes. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Not all the time. Interesting. Did Let me ask this other question. Did, were there ever, uh, was there ever a grill or gold anywhere in your mouth? <laughs> Why do I feel like you just tried me? No, my max. I want to know. I, right, I feel like real, that, it's a real question. I feel like okay. that was a prerequisite somewhere, somewhere in Florida. No. Yeah. Wait a minute. This laugh is is, as they say, it's giving me. Yes, I did. Ooh, no, I did have. Uh, first of all, I uh, I come from a very conservative family. Thank you. <laughs> my mother is a, a, a 
mother of the church. Listen, but you've lived sometimes, you but, know. You know, so I did have the requisite um, elephant necklace, 10 karat gold. I had uh, the thick herringbone chain let's with, go. with the little diamond spinner. I had a, a wrist full of the 10 karat gold bracelet. Then the, the ring that had your initial on it with the little divots. The, I, <laughs> I had the, the Florida gold top, the hoops with my name in it. I just that. need to see a picture. I Man. just need it. I need it. Okay. Well, you know, if they wouldn't have broken my apartment in Decatur and stole my jewelry. Oh, no. Jewelry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> out of town. I have it all. In Decatur. So Atlanta, Um. Mm-hmm. so, you know, you, you know Atlanta. You kind of consider yourself from Atlanta, even though, you know, you've spent yeah. enough time there to say that, you know, you're an ATL in. Yeah, it's going to take home for sure. So what was the goal for you early, right? You're going to school. Like, what was your degree in? Marketing. So Marketing. I was a business major. That's why I didn't go to um, Spelman. Because when I was switching, actually, I think I applied there when I was in high school. But mm-hmm. I got into Spelman and uh, Florida. The, what's the one with the Gator? Florida? Florida University yeah, of Florida. University of Florida. Mm-hmm. My goodness. That's a shame. And no, Clark and... <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, listen, it's a shame. <laughs> so, but I decided to transfer to uh, Georgia State because they had a great uh, business program, the J. Mac Robinson College of Business. Okay. And so I was dead set because of one of my top five movies. You know, shout out to Boomerang. Hello. I, I, Hello. I just knew I was going to be, you know, this advertising or marketing executive, and I was going to be, you know, much like Robin Givens. Yeah. Doing my thing. Jacqueline. Willing and dealing. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to be an executive. Oh, man. Okay. At at what time did um did anything creative enter your mind? Like, talk about that when you got the spark and then the transition. Wow. So it was very much happenstance, right? Because I never pursued theater or anything of that sort in college. None of mm-hmm. that. And then... I was working, I started working for luxury liquor brands really soon after I graduated. And my first job uh, was with Remy Quantrill, USA. Okay. And so I was a key accounts manager, my first you know, corporate <clears throat> job. And I was so busy doing that, that I randomly got a uh, job, excuse me, a role in a student film. Mm, okay. And so I realized while I was in that student film, which obviously was, you know, no pay. And I'm just there trying to do something. Yeah. A, that, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. And, you mm. know, I was trash. And then B, I wanted to <laughs> learn more. <laughs> and so yeah. I was like, let me, let me try to take a little class. And from me taking a class in Atlanta and then getting this other movie, Breaking Up is Hard to Do, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I actually want to pursue this. Wow. So by that time, I was working for Taiku. Remember Taiku, 68 calories. 68, 68 calories. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Taiku. By the way, I launched the brand in, in Georgia. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I was a big look. <laughs> I was on, look, we were the only state making a profit really? while I was working there. Yeah, let's go. Okay. And okay, so, look. <laughs> we'll let y'all further. Now, I told y'all she was a hustler, man. Um, so <clears throat> let, let me go back one second. You were in Atlanta 
mm-hmm. during a very exciting time. Um, all you know, Outcast yeah. was fully outcasting, and, and um, BMF I'm was sure fully BMF, BMF was fully BMF. I got storage. Listen, in college, oh, I, bet, I bet because I couldn't stand to have a roommate. I was like, you know, this, this is the one and only time I have a roommate was at fam. That's it. Okay. We're done. It's okay. a done data. So I come to Atlanta. I was like, I got to have my own place. And I ended up, and for people who know about ATL, they know Candler Road is the hood. Candler mm-hmm. Road indicator. But that's what I could afford. And it wasn't that far from Georgia State. So I got my first apartment was at Misty Waters. And, you know, I thought I was doing it. Mm-hmm. And I was, but to pay the rent, I had to bartend at night. Got it. Okay. And then I realized that the bartenders at the strip club made more money. Mm. And that's all that's I'm saying about it. And that's all you got to go. <laughs> because I don't want my mom to know that I even stepped foot in the place. Listen, that's good. That's but, imagination. Know, okay. But just, Exciting bar- time. Yeah. just bartending. That was all. Right, right. Just bartending. You wouldn't doubt that. Okay. Never. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like wow. that either. Wow. No, did you hear it? Did you yes, hear it? Yes, I did. Um, no, so yeah, that was an exciting time. Atlanta's amazing. Like I remember going there for the first time and thinking, like, man, all these black folks here. Like the joke yeah. was like, man, three times in, I was like, yo, I haven't seen a white person yet. Mm. What's going on? You know, and it was a black people and it seemed Love to be well to do black folk. And that was just it was truly a con a Wakanda at a time where I didn't know anything about Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had gone to uh, HBCU in Nashville. Shout out TSU. Um, and, uh, you know, we would come to Atlanta for the classic or whatever. And I was just like, yo, this is an amazing place. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Okay. So you're in breaking up is hard to do. Now you the spark uh, has been lit. You want to le- learn a little bit more about it. So how did you go about uh, learning more. What were your next steps? There? Well, my uh, the class that I was taking, their uh, base, their foundation was the Adler technique. Okay. And so I was like, well, I got to learn more about this. And okay. there was a uh, school. They have Stella Adler. There's two uh, theater academies in New York and in L.A. And I was like, well, I don't want to go to New York. So L.A., you up. So then once you know, and it's so funny how thing how life works. And so I was still like on the fence about it because it wasn't something I was pursuing in a real way because I still had a full time job. But I think at the time, the one of the CEOs of the company of Taiku, he came to town and he was like, I know that you're you're making, you know, great sales and you're actually turning a profit. But because there are two of you in the southeast region, we want you to, you know, increase your sales by this percentage, or we're gonna have to let one of you go. Okay. And I didn't like being threatened. <laughs> Got it. Now, because I know that I'm the one that's making selling all the cases because I had mm-hmm. relationships with liquor stores, with, with the biggest clubs, and all with the AG Entertainment Club, all of these things. So I knew my sales was what was holding us afloat. And I didn't appreciate, you know, being, feeling like my livelihood was in jeopardy. Got so it. That, instead yeah. of motivating me, that kind of was like, I'm, I'm about to go. This is the sign. And so I think he was here 
in October or something. I was in LA by January. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And and talk about that. You know, yet another move, maybe another culture shock, right? From Florida to Atlanta. And now you're in Los Angeles. Talk about, you know, that move and how you felt. Like what did you think about Los Angeles there versus you know what it actually ended up being for you? Ugh. Well, I'll tell you this. My best friend from we went to high school and everything together. She came, she came up from Miami and met me in LA to help me look okay. for an apartment of some sort. And so we're just driving around Los Angeles proper. I was like, everything looks so old. <laughs> like, you know, cause I didn't realize where to go to look for a place. Right, and right. I was like, why is every, all the buildings look like they were built in like the sixties or seventies. And, you know, they were really expensive <laughs> for the tiniest place. I was like, well, this doesn't look new. This doesn't uh -huh. look, this is not my speed. <laughs> you know, I'm coming from Atlanta. Living like, it up. We are not in Kansas anymore. Uh, so, uh, right. So the, the, one of the reps from Remy that I was still cool, close with, at the time, he was like, you know, I live in Tarzana. You should come closer this way. Because we were like, I don't know, is it Echo Park? We were somewhere in like mm -hmm. Los Angeles, Los Angeles. And so we were, so I told her, I was like, yeah, let's drive over to the valley because he said he lives out there. And so as we're driving, we somehow get a little turn around and we make the blessing of a mistake of driving down Ventura Boulevard. Mm, and yeah. I was like, oh, it's so clean. <laughs> it looks like home. It looks like Florida. I was like, you know what? This is it. This is it. What is this city? It was this Sherman Oaks. <laughs> and I saw, right. And I saw the plaza with the water fountains and the palm okay. trees. Okay. Yeah. That, let's go. We going inside. And so I walked, walked in and they only had like a studio available and it, and I, in order for me to hold it, I had to get it like three months of advance of when I was actually moving. So I had to pay yeah. like rent and everything in advance. So that was, I finally found it. And it was a studio. It was so tough, small, but it was, you know, the wow. area that I wanted to be in. So you get here, yeah. you're making friends, you know, you know, you're studying, right? right? You're in a conservatory. Um, oh, right. Yeah. Because I came out here to go to Stella. At right. All right. And you're getting jobs and you're working. What then makes you say, uh, I don't know. Talk about the thought process that took you back to Atlanta. Oh, well, OK. So there were several things. So first off, after year one, the money, my savings went dry. Because I came out to L.A. and I didn't really work like that. I just wanted to go to the conservatory and like go hit it. Because we all had these ideas like, oh, I'm going to be out here and I'm going to become a star. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to pop off. It, right. It's going to pop off. It, that didn't happen at all. And so I had to start working with Moet Hennessy yeah, while I was yeah. in LA. Oh, 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 I know. Right. And then the, <laughs> then the story changed. You know, it, let, me, let me tell you, I'm so grateful to you know, LV and Major Moet Hennessy had some good, great times. Mm. I ain't gonna lie. But also it was, it taught me another form of business because doing those kinds of things in LA is on a whole nother scale. 
But then also it was like, okay, I'm pursuing, I'm in this conservatory. I end up taking classes with Ivana Chubbuck. And um, so that was an experience all within itself. And it was, I realized though that LA might not be the place for me that I'm going to get on in, in an expedited mm. fashion. And as but, a woman, go ahead. But this is the place though. You're working, you're studying, you're booking roles. But then I got to the time clock mm. that says, talk hey, talk about you got to have a baby at some point. Yeah. What's up? So the clock <laughs> is like, hey, girl, <laughs> what we doing? And so I was like, you know what? You know, this is this has been a this has been a great time. By the time I was getting ready to leave, I had you know elevated to a junior one bedroom. Hello. I had a whole yeah. wall. Yeah, separated. I remember. I remember. <laughs> and I thought so I was we, big. Sh- Listen, we had all that Chinese food. Watch that. Oh uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that was right before you left. Watching all the movies on Netflix. Yeah. So yeah. so I, I was like, you know what? In order for me to get on in, in, in an expedited fashion so that I can pursue all these other goals, I got to get back to Atlanta. And, wow. you know, I got to get back to, to Wakanda because I felt as though, and not only that, I had booked um, For Better or Worse. Wow, that was right. my first Tyler Perry role. It was a yes. little small co-star role, but I had to fly all the way back to Atlanta to film it. Wow! And yeah. so it was like, okay, if that's what I'm booking, then if I'm in Atlanta, then I will have you know more of a chance to chance. you know okay. have a career. And so okay. it was like, you know, mm. it's time to go. Time to go. Okay. And so that was your first. Tyler Perry, what was your second Tyler Perry uh, experience, like, you know, show or, or booking? It, okay, so there was a big gap in between. Okay. So let's say that was like 2015 or so, 20. Yeah. This is important. Yeah, that's good. This is important. So And yeah. so, yeah, yeah, I moved back to Atlanta, quit Moet Hennessy, and that was big because they were offering promotions at the time. Yeah. Like, well, you wanted to get out. I remember you wanted yeah. to get out of the business. Yeah. I'm like, I gotta go because I'm gonna keep getting sucked in. Yeah, it's not like I didn't enjoy it. It just wasn't my passion. Which what you so, wanted to do? Yeah, right. Got back to Atlanta, started um, auditioning, and you know, going through that heavy auditioning process where it's like you have so many auditions and 95 yeah. percent of them are no, right? And, and I'll tell you a quick story. I auditioned for, because uh, you got to bomb. Let me tell y'all something. If you don't think you ain't, you're not going to bomb, <laughs> there's going to be, you know, and you got to work the kinks out. So I went to New Orleans, flew to New Orleans on my own dime. Jeez. To, um, I mean, I had a buddy pass, but still. That's to right. audition for Girls Trip. Oof. And got all the way there paid for this rental car, rush into the audition and get in the room and forgot my lines. Oh. Don't it hurt? Okay. Oh. <laughs> and at that point, I wasn't in a place where I could recover. Right. Oh. It was just like, you know, now I can make up some stuff to get back on track. And right. And it was like, you know, yeah, it's like you just get keep getting smaller and smaller and smaller in the room. 
Anywho, but um, I realized through the auditioning process, I did book some stuff, obviously, because I was on, you know, Saints and Sinners and Claws and Tails and Quad and all these things. Yeah. But I was. You hear, I wait, y'all know. hear how she tried to just 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 kind of <laughs> politely go over all those. Man, stop playing. All right, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry. You go know, ahead. you so, know. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me. So. I don't want to miss and I, you know. I want to keep you all day, but I just want to make sure we're thorough about your journey just so people can kind yeah, of see. Yeah, because I, I you know, tend to brush over thing. stuff. Yeah. And um, so by this time, you've already started learning how to write before no. you even left L.A. Well, I did. I was trying to write. In you were trying to write, right. That's what, yeah, so, that's what I mean. Yeah, we do have to take it. So I wrote a couple of little things, a short film, um, called, <laughs> called Faded Pictures with Devin and Elena. And uh, I wrote it and I, I remember asking Trey Haley, if y'all know Trey Haley, shout out Trey Haley, Try This in Studios, the family mm. business on BET. I remember asking him at the time, because I had done one of his movies, the pre- I think it was The Preacher's Son. Okay. And we had gotten, you know, cool. And I was like, hey, will you read one of my scripts? Because I'm an aspiring writer. And he was like, yeah, okay, yeah, just email. And I was like, uh-uh. Because, you know, I need instant gratification. Right. So I took him to uh, lunch. I can't even remember the name of the place. To some cafe. And I paid for the lunch. And I sat there and watched while he read this short film. Mm. Watched and waited. Like, here it is. I'm going to sit right here while you read it. And I want to know what you think. Oh, excruciating. <laughs> Right. And and so he gave me some great tips, though. And, you know, that has since turned into um, the political drama that it is today. But it was he was I had some great mentors along the way to kind of push me into the direction. So his advice was to, you know, keep studying and keep, you know, learning structure and all of those things. But you have something here. There's a talent. That's good. Okay. So you're back in Atlanta. Writing is now on your mind. You're, you're auditioning. Mm-hmm. And um, so what was your next um, uh, big break, if you will, along along that way? Well, I'll, I'll tell you, the issue was I wasn't getting the, the chance to audition for roles that I wanted. There we go. It was always, you know, the girl next door, the sexy girl or whatever. It, for me, a lot of them didn't have the depth that I wanted mm-hmm. and what I thought that I could do. And if you never get a chance to do that, you know, you're not working that muscle. And so I really wanted to, you know, play deeper, darker roles. Right. Yeah. And so because I wasn't getting those auditions, I wasn't even getting a chance to get in the room. I was like, you know, you're going to have to create for yourself because, again, you know, time is running out. Yeah. I got things I got to do. So I decided to uh, take some writing classes and I enrolled in this writer's program. It was like a, a two year program at Bridge 17, which is, you know, script writing mm-hmm. uh, school. And so I started that process in 2018. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I hadn't booked anything else with Tyler Perry since 2015. I had wow. been on plenty of auditions. To the point where I was like, I'm not auditioning for another TBS show. Wow. But wow. I hadn't booked anything else. And so in 2018, I started uh, taking the classes. 
and learning structure and tone and how to create these full characters and arcs and you know just all the all this juicy fodder yeah. that I love to this day, right? And so wow, now, yeah. uh, fast forward to um, twenty twenty is when I pitched the show to uh, to a, a studio or a streaming service in LA, and they told me it was a process where okay, these are the ones I pitched six shows at first. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, okay, we'll let you know. And when I, when they responded, they said, okay, we want to move forward with these four different shows. Can you send, you know, the one sheets and, you know, all the materials and things, the pitch decks for these four shows. So I sent those shows and then I had to come back to pitch the one show that they ended up choosing, which was Covenant. And they were like, we want want to hear the full pitch of Covenant and we want to see the show Bible. Got it. So I went of, back to LA to do that. Of which you, so Covenant, you are the creator. Yes. You write it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in it. Yes. Um, and you, did you direct any episodes? I directed the last two episodes of Covenant. Okay. And explain what Covenant is for, for us. So Covenant is a faith-based anthology series, but it's so different. It's dark, it's gritty, it's ethereal. It's a it's teetering on being like a supernatural suspense, right? Mm-hmm. And it takes Bible st- excuse me, Bible stories and thrusts them into modern day times and modern day circumstances with a, a dark darker twist. Because what I wanted to do was show Bible stories how they would look in at the time 2021 or 2023 mm-hmm. if we were doing one for today and and dealing with the issues that we're actually dealing with today, whether that be infertility or generational curses or COVID pandemics, you know, or or racial tensions and and you know white supremacy and all these things. Like we mm-hmm. I wanted to deal with real issues but put them in the backdrop of a Bible story and show people that these things are timeless, really. It's just, you can use these lessons in modern day times, but I also wanted to make it real and grounded for what our generation and generations beyond are actually going through. Okay. Right. Wow. So, I mean, that's, it, that sounds like a lot of work. It was. <laughs> right. And, and at the same time, Okay, let's 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 go back a little bit. Okay. How did you get into the world? Because now you're fully immersed into the Tyler Perry universe. Oh gosh. Right? Yeah. Uh, as as the second lady. So how explain um, you know, what you can about how that that journey. Came. Oh yes. listen, I'll tell you something. <laughs> Let's it was go. as she as she rearranges her seat. Look, look, it might have been 2019 or so, maybe going into yeah, maybe somewhere around there. They this was before Sisters and the Oval came out, and mm. they were doing these big auditions at TPS. Mind you, I hadn't booked anything except that little co-star role on which I'm grateful for, Mr. Perry. Mm. <laughs> on, on, on for better or worse. But I was so frustrated with the process. I'm like, why do they keep calling me in here, you know, knowing they're not going to book me? 
And mm-hmm. so I went to the audition for the Oval and for Sisters. And initially I was auditioning for the Oval. And mm. then a couple days before, and they were going to do these big, like unheard of in-person auditions that were going to be, you know, over a, a few hours time period. Like you knew mm. you were going to be there from 12 to five or something. They were going to provide lunch and all these things. And I was just like, oh, okay. So I'm ready. I'm ready. And I ain't going to tell Lily was who I was initially going to go for. Oh, uh, okay. Which is Sierra Payton. Oh, okay. Shout out to Sierra. Sierra. Shout out to Sierra. Yeah. Love her. So then before I got there, though, a few days, they were like, okay, we're switching you to sisters and we want you to audition for, I think it was Sabrina at first. Mm-hmm. Then a day or two before, actually the day of, I get there and they're like, we want you to look at all four. Mm. And then it was like, okay, what's happening? So then we get downstairs where we're actually auditioning and it's like, 50, 70, I don't know. It was a sea of people. They had flown in all these actors from L.A. Wow. 90% of the actors, they had flown in from L.A. to audition that day. And only eight of us were there for Sisters. Oh, man. Shout out K.J. Smith. Shout out. Right. And K.J. was there, too. But she was was the first Lily. Wow. So she was there doing chemistry tests as Lily. Okay. And so I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. So I see all these people and they're doing oval first. And so they keep calling people in back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Hours are passing. Time is ticking. I'm not eating because I don't want my stomach to do anything weird. Oh. <laughs> so I'm cold and I'm hungry and I'm just like, okay, I'm getting <laughs> cold and hungry and trying to focus. On right. I'm getting annoyed by the minute. And so then they start running out of time because a lot of these actors have to, like I said, they're from LA and their flights were leaving that evening. Jeez. So they start rushing the process. I'm like, well, we can go call us in these eight of us, you know, they're here for sisters. So we, right before it was over, they called us in for like a minute. While mind you, we've been there for hours while they go through this whole process. And mm-hmm. then they're like, okay, announcing the cast of the Oval. I was like, whoa. And it was a beautiful thing for them. Right, of course. You know, and so I was just like, you know what? I ain't coming back up here. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. And so it was, I was in my feelings, which probably helped me propel the script or script writing too. Wow. And uh, yeah, because it was that next year when I sold the show. So while I was actually under duress writing all of these episodes is when I had to come back and audition for Sisters again. We're talking, you know, a year or two later. We're talking season three. Okay. When I actually had uh, come back and, and auditioned for Sisters uh, per their request okay. and booked that role, which led to the second lady uh, wow. with TP because he was like, you know what? I'll be in touch. And I was like, what does that even mean? Right, right. (laughs) To Perry, but whatever, we're going to go with it. And he was in touch and they're like, you know, we're going to write you into the show. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, at that point, are you feeling, 
uh, no, I made it kind of vague, but are you feeling a sense of accomplishment? Like, how do you feel when he tells you that? I was, I'm going to write you into my show. How do you feel? I was totally floored. I was ecstatic. I was, but at the same time, I was behind deadline for the scripts for cover. Oh, so it's like, oh, you're up and down on both sides. I'm up and down. I'm emotionally. And so it was like, you know, I was literally writing the last few episodes while we were filming wow. all of this stuff in the bubble. And so it was like I couldn't even really bask in it because I had obligations. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. So you're shooting the show. At some there was a time where you're you're shooting the show. Um or maybe between seasons of shooting the show. And then you have your show to wear all those hats on. How do you, yeah. how are you getting sleep? How are you focusing? Like what's your, you're, you're shooting your show that you, it's your show. You're the, you're the Tyler Perry of your gen. Go ahead. Go ahead. Man, Sisters was in March, three weeks, Tyler Perry campus. Oof. Oval was in April, three weeks on Tyler Perry campus. Jeez. We started filming in May. Mm. Covenant. Mm. And it's and it's not, you know, you're in charge of a lot. Of a lot. More than than just now I ain't gonna say just talent, because listen, I'm talent, but you're in charge of a lot more than you're used to. You're used to showing up to set. Hey, you got your dressing room, you audition, boom. You get done with your lines, you leave. You can't do that with your show. Mm-mm. You're, so it's you're, a lot of work. And the way my deal was set up, too, I was financially responsible because oh. it was a licensing oh. deal, right? So it was like if you don't meet certain dates or guidelines or whatever, I'm on the hook financially. Wow. So you're wearing, not only are you wearing more hats, you're wearing hats that normally aren't even designated for Nah. Like somebody in your space. Not not normal showrunners don't have to pay for the stuff if it goes over right. budget, right? Right, right. Whew. It was it was learning on the job every day, putting one I was probably a zombie, putting one foot in front of the other, just trying to sure. put out the, the minefield of bombs that were blowing up yeah. every day and, and learning every day. I, I tell people all the time it was like an MBA or a master class, you know, a full doctorate of yeah. Uh, uh, that I took learning this process of, of production in such a, mm-hmm. a, a, a fast paced wow. fashion because wow. it was not what I expected at all. I will say so, that. So uh, where can they find your show? The Covenant. Oh, they can find The Covenant, which is. And I don't want to make it seem like it was all bad. The blessing of the covenant is that. All oh, right, right. We were just talking about how much work it was. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm so proud of the show. Shout out to all the actors. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just I'm so grateful to every single person that participated and and gave so willingly to the show. And it, they put out. It's it's an amazing you know piece of art. So I'm super grateful. And I I just yeah. wanted to end it on that. But they can watch it now. Right now, you can log into AMC's All Black, to Amazon, to Spectrum TV. You know, wow. we out there. 
Yeah, we out there. We out okay. there. Somebody yeah. uploaded a bootleg to YouTube too. Like, don't do that. Shut up. <laughs> oh, you made it when they when you bootlegged. Oh, you made it. I'm bootlegged. Um, what what advice on two uh you know for uh give on two sides right uh, as an actor mm -hmm. and then as a uh a writer um whichever one you want to do first but just what advice would you give to an actor and then what advice would you give to a writer as a writer right i will, I will start with that because that's the, i feel like that's the easier one mm-hmm I, it might sound cliche, but mm -hmm. always write what you know. Mm -hmm. Or if it's not what you know, write what you're not afraid to do a gross amount of research on. Wow. Because yeah, right. that is going to show on the page. Yeah. Your wealth of knowledge, whether that's in relationships or business or whatever, religion, whatever the subject matter is, it doesn't matter. It can be, you know, you know, uh, mundane to incredibly complicated whatever it is know it backwards and forwards okay. know it in your gut know it in your heart got it and okay. it'll play on screen that's great and uh and to the actors out there to the actors oh my love listen i feel like in many ways actors aren't celebrated for as much as they go through in this business and i'm not talking about the famous like the tom Cruise. yeah Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the the, the daily yeah. right? Yeah. The unsung, the the people that are you know pushing to make it every single day and going through these auditions and getting a ton of no's for that one yes. And yeah. it's like I I want to tell those actors never let these roles or lack thereof validate you. Ooh, no. Find a way to know who you are for yourself. Mm. And don't rely on a casting director or director or producer or someone to give you some validation. You are a whole person. You are enough. Wow. You are enough. And I feel like we get sometimes the desire to book the role or be, you know, whatever on set as an actor. We seek that validation from the director, from the producer, from the casting director. And it's like, no, you got it. You're there for a reason. And don't wow. let anyone tell you any different. Wow, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's a great way to close out that part, okay? Um, that's great advice. That's great advice. Now, uh, we have a little segment I, I like to call Play By Ear, where I'm going to name two things. I know. I'm going to name two things, and you'll just pick the first one comes to your mind, okay? Mm, <laughs> Let's get it. Go. Let's get it. Uh, L.A. or Atlanta? Atlanta. ATL. <laughs> right off top. <laughs> Buckhead or Midtown? Midtown, because this is where, you know, we're really here. We in them streets. Wow. Uh, we don't try uh, to put on for y'all. We don't try to put on. Right. Okay. The money we got, we really got. <laughs> we ain't pretending. Yo, I, I'm talking about out the gate. Let's shoot. <laughs> shoot. Payal. Um, writing or acting? Oh, my gosh. I can't choose. I know. Because they feed two parts of the soul and they feed two parts of the brain. Okay. Which um, one could you afford to starve more? I, I haven't really gotten paid like I wanted to for writing yet. 
Mm. So right now, would you say acting? Acting in uh, if uh. if it was a vehicle to get me to where I needed to be writing, yes. Oh wait, oh she took a left turn on heavy. Okay. You know because. I got to be able to create. I think once you start, once you dive into this world, and David, you can attest to this. You can't, you can't, it's like a drug. You can't get enough. Oh my gosh. You got to keep Listen. creating. Listen. Um. Okay. Hunter Franklin or Victoria Franklin? Victor- Vicky? <laughs> listen, listen. Vicky, baby. First of all, you know, do my good sis. Even though she be trying on TV. She be trying. Oh, man. I'm always, listen, I'm voting for whoever black. Let's go. That, listen. <laughs> that, 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 uh, <laughs> yo, she leads the race apart. She forever. Yeah, she she stamped forever. Yeah. Ain't she great? Oh, man. Okay. And the last one, I know what my answer is. <clears throat> Excuse me. Michael. Checklist or gaslight? <gasps> I know. I, oh my gosh, I why know. would you That's do me like fault. this? My fault. My Because fault. I just knew he was going to say Michael or Prince, y'all. I knew it. No, I ain't going to do we, that. We've been talking about that for years. Okay. Shimon, <laughs> um, I'm Team Shimon, though. I know. Okay I, say, I know you already got Michael. I got <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> listen. <laughs> but who who played 20 instruments, wrote every lyric? Thriller sold 114 million. Keep going. Sorry, Listen. my bad. <laughs> Listen, you know what? You don't want that smoke. You don't I, want that smoke. I don't even. I'm. We going in a different. We going left. Let me bring it back. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Right, because you don't. <laughs> Listen, we we've been there. We've been there. Okay, so I, I I gotta say this, my baby, checklist because hmm. checklist um is my first film that I ever wrote and produced. Mm-hmm. And um that I was in, by the way. Yeah, he starred in, yes, he did, him and, and Brandy and oh, uh man. Travis Cure and um Kenny. Okay. And um I just really I'm grateful that y'all took a chance on me and yeah. participated. And that was truly one of the first scripts I ever wrote. It wasn't that long after Faded Pictures, that checklist came along. I wrote it in wow. class. It was a project for class. And it wow. ended up being, you know, something that changed my life. And I will forever love that film. I'm thinking about submitting a snippet to it, to the uh, to the Sundance Writer Fellowship comedy thing. Nice, nice. Yeah. Because it's oh, just, you good. know, I love that. I love it. And you know, as a as a newer filmmaker, we don't know about the lighting and the sound and how important it can be. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is the only thing that really is the, yeah. that story is is timeless. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. And thank look, you, Dave, you, for coming out to Atlanta. I, look, he got flewed out. I, I got flewed out. Got put flewed up, out, you know, put you up. Know. <laughs> And I, no, you know, I appreciate him for life for that. Look, listen, you have, um, you know, we've gone out, we've butted heads, we've recovered, we've, yeah. uh, you've held me down, you've looked out for me, um, you know, appreciate and love you, and I'm proud of you. Um, I'm proud of this journey you're on, and uh, can't wait to see 
you know what you got next, what you got coming next, okay? Listen, to hear that from yeah. you means the world to me because David was one of the first and pe- first people that inspired me to write. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. watching his short films at the first film festival I think I ever went to out there yeah. in California and then seeing Pull uh, and watching the production of Pull first yeah. film that he directed. Yeah. It was uh, just yeah. a different experience. And, and I think he yeah. first inspired me to even do this and i love him for it and i'm like yo once y'all see this fire this man has i don't know why he's keeping it so close to the chest nah, he nah, keeps it hey, close to the chest, y'all hey, it's about you you are the guest you are the guest okay. and you are the superstar that we talking to and about today um any last words anything you want to promote or anything like that uh what do i well you know we got season can I say it? I feel like I can't say anything at this moment. Oh, that's right. I was okay. going to talk about it. <laughs> but, okay, uh, but yeah. either way, um, don't mess up the money. Don't mess up the money. It's, it's streaming all day, every day on All Black, Amazon, and Spectrum TV. You know, oh, we got the first feature film from the franchise coming soon. Mm-hmm. So look out for that. We got some big announcements coming. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about to be worldwide. Worldwide. Oh, they about worldwide. They about to know you out there for real. They about to know me out there for hey, real. Yeah, my ladies, they know me out there. Um, hey, again, thanks a lot. Um, thanks a bunch. I appreciate you for coming on. Um, yeah, thanks for giving me to go ahead again. Didn't know. Glad you wanted to come on. I appreciate mm-hmm. you. It's- and uh, <laughs> oh, that's perfect. That's a perfect way to close it out. Everybody, K Singleton. Love you, Dave. Love mm-hmm. Great interview. Uh, thank you, Kay, for stopping by. Um, I should give I should get his podcast. Thank you, Kay, for stopping by the room. Should give us some kind of cool room. <laughs> some cool some kind of cool name. Uh, but thank you, Kay, man. That was that was great. Um I know, man. She was like, she's like, damn, you rushed me off the <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I had to fit it. Like I was looking at the time and you know, I was trying to be mindful of her time. And um, man, that was a lot of good information you know she is a hustler she's really she's really getting after it out there and um it's amazing to see so keep doing your thing go check her out on the covenant which is she what she created on all black network she created she writes it um she directed a few of the episodes um and obviously she's acting in it check her out and then check her out every week on the oval on bet and you know hope, hopefully we get a chance to work together in the um you know um she was supposed to be in my film but it was a scheduling conflict uh, although she was there helping out on the day that i almost flipped everything over <laughs> almost flipped several tables over um so anyway yeah you know we'll, we'll get that in we'll get that in professionally and so this week is about um, this week's um, story 
is about a guy named uh, J.Q. Smith, uh, who is a songwriter. Um, he co-wrote Yeah for Usher, um, Like a Boy, Sierra, Icebox, Omarion, um, so on and so forth. Um, I even think he has some a song or two with Beyonce. Just, you know, somebody who's been doing it a while. And his first ever hit was a song that he, well, I guess technically he did end up writing on because he changed some of the melody. So he he was young, straight out of high school uh, in Atlanta. And, you know, he ended up, he ended up, uh, getting a call from one of his homegirls. Uh, I think he said her name was Akima Smith. And she was like, yo, I'm about to, uh, I got to go down to the studio and do these, do this song. Uh, do you, you want to come along? He was like, yeah, yeah, I want to come along. So he gets down there and he starts, you know, talking with the people, uh, the producers and whatnot. And he called his then girlfriend to come up there so she can sing. I think he said her name was Virgo and he calls her up there and he's going with the producer he was like he said yo this he said this um this song I think it should go this way if you don't mind me saying and they was like huh oh that makes sense so he calls this girl down there she starts singing he starts helping her sing and little John is there as he was one of the producers and he said hey i think you should sing on this part and and jq smith was like nah that's that's a girl's part <laughs> and little john says you you kind of sound like a bitch when you sing anyway <laughs> so why don't you sing this part i'm like damn and keep in mind this is what 95 96 something like that so he sings on the track. He said, to this day, the only voices that you hear uh, singing are of him and his then girlfriend. Uh, so they finished the first day of, I guess, you know, the arrangements and everything. I don't know exactly how it went, but they had promised him and his girl, hey, it was like, hey, we'll give you $150 if you, you know, if you if you sing the song so they're going into the second day and they haven't received their money yet so jq smith was like you know what forget it you know he was like i'm just gonna go approach them and say hey we're not singing he said because if we sing without them having given us our money uh, then there's no reason for them to pay us so you stay here i'm gonna go get our money so he goes to you know somebody in there he was like look man you said you was gonna give us the 150 dollars a piece uh, we haven't received it yet, so we're not going to sing until you give us our money. So it was a producer, somebody there telling him, nah, man, listen, you playing around. We really need you to go sing this thing. You know, go sing the song like we're on a deadline. We, you know, we're in a time crunch. And dude is like, nah, I'm not going to sing. You promise us the money, pay us the money and we'll sing. And dude was like, oh, so you're not going to sing? He was like, nah. He said, dude reached into his side, into like a duffel bag, pulled out a nine, and put it on the table. <laughs> Didn't say anything. And JQ Smith says, oh, yeah, 
No, what I was saying is I didn't get. I need like I needed some water as well, just because my vocals was <laughs> my vocals were a little dry. He said so. He went to the booth and they sang it, and they left, and they didn't get paid. <laughs> and this song was Ghost Town City DJs, my boo. Man, I wish I could insert the song right here, but they've already taken one of my episodes down for having music in it, so. Um, I don't, I don't want to do that. Which is another thing. I don't understand. I don't want to snitch. I don't understand how other podcasts, like popular podcasts, got, you know, they got music. I just need to find that, that workaround. But anyway.
leave space for God to enter the room. Till next week, y'all. What's your favorite song? Yep. <laughs>